Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. My name is Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Investment Research, and I want to remind you that in this difficult time, it is okay to reach out for help. Now is the time to rely on your family, friends, and the network you have built. In that spirit, I have reached out to my network of podcast guests and have asked each to share a few minutes of wisdom about how to survive and thrive during these difficult times. Let's take a listen to Dan Passarelli. He was episode 42 called Struck by an Anomaly in Options. Dan is an author, trader, and former member of the Chicago Board Options Exchange and the Chicago Mercantile Exchange Group. He also founded MarketTakerMentoring.com, a leading options education firm that provides online options education, options newsletters, and personalized one-on-one coaching for options traders. A couple of quick things from what I took away from what he shared is that it's going to be okay. I love that. Also, when he talked about the idea of investing, he mentioned that the markets may be low now, but they won't stay low forever. So think about your portfolio with a time horizon of five years, 10 years, and think about how you would handle that portfolio. Hi, this is Dan Passarelli trader, author, and founder of options education firm, Market Taker Mentoring. I wanted to share one thought with the listeners today, and it's one thought that encompasses many areas of people's lives. That one thought is, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay in your IRA. It's going to be okay in your trading account. It's going to be okay in your career, in your personal life, and most likely with your health. If you're older than 12 years old, you lived through the financial crisis. You made it through. And the last, oh, say, lots of years have actually been really, really good. I bet you have to think back really, really hard to feel that feeling of despair that you probably felt back in 2008 that was temporary. And then it was good for a long time since then. It's going to be okay, and it's probably going to be even better than okay, because just like in 2008, we're actually presented with an opportunity. Optimists are anyway. I've been buying at these lower levels for my long-term personal holdings because the market's not going to be here forever. It might go lower and I'm okay missing the bottom. I know I'm going to miss the bottom. I know that when I buy a stock now, at some point, those are going to be a loser. But five years from now, I don't think they are. I'm not betting against the human spirit. And if you are, I'll take the other side of that bet any day because you know what? It's going to be okay. Dan Passarelli here with Market Taker Mentoring. Next up is David Stein. His was episode 127, Trading Currencies and Commodities is Harder Than You Think. David helps individuals to become more confident investors via audio, video, and books and hosts the weekly personal finance podcast, Money for the Rest of Us. 
I listen to that show religiously because what David does is he really applies his skill of breaking things down in a simple way. And I love that. David's book, Money for the Rest of Us, 10 Questions to Master Successful Investing, was published in 2019. A few things that David said that stood out to me is that we are in a time of radical uncertainty and nobody can accurately forecast what's going on. The market could race up, it could collapse. Part of what you have to do is build a portfolio that brings you comfort, comfort that you're not overexposed one way or another. And I think he also mentioned something about that there's no right answer for the situation that we're in. So listen to what David has to say about that. Hi, this is David Stein of the Money for the Rest of Us podcast. Stock markets around the world are selling off in response to the pandemic. And then they've mounted some impressive rallies. The day-to-day volatility can be painful and confusing for investors. What should you do with your investment portfolio? To answer that, we first have to recognize no one knows when the pandemic and economic turmoil will end. We know it will end, but there's still a high level of uncertainty because we don't know how many people are asymptomatic and may have had the disease. And so there's a perhaps a huge amount of herd immunity or perhaps not. And we can get a series of waves that keeps the economy shut down for months ahead. This is radical uncertainty. And in that environment, there is no way to accurately forecast what will happen or determine the optimal asset mix to position your portfolio for what lies ahead. Instead, you must choose an asset allocation that you're comfortable with, considering two opposite events. First, the stock market falls significantly from here because the economic shutdown lasts much longer and is more severe than the consensus view. The second, the stock market rallies because a vaccine and effective treatments are discovered and everything is back to normal by midsummer. Now, personal comfort seems like an odd way to choose an investment mix. Comfort is a feeling. It's not an optimized solution. Comfort means we will not be personally harmed and overly regretful if either of those financial scenarios take place. That's all we have as humans in the face of unpredictability of a pandemic. Will you be harmed and will you experience regret if the first scenario, the stock market falls significantly? Or the second scenario, the stock market rebounds significantly from here. We don't know. Choose an allocation based on your comfort level. Because we can't optimize in the face of uncertainty. There is no right answer based on the numbers. It's based on your level of comfort and your level of regret. Finally, on this episode is Dustin Heiner. Dustin is the founder of MasterPassiveIncome.com and host of the Master Passive Income podcast. And Dustin is a real estate rental property investor who was able to make enough passive income from his business to quit his job when he was 37. A few highlights from what Dustin said from my perspective was that tough times will always come and we can survive that. We need to focus on what's important And I like this one. It really made me think, and I challenge you to ask this question and think about 
Are you serving as many people as possible? That's his challenge, is serve as many people as possible in this situation. And it will come back to you, not always in money and cash, but in many, many other ways. Tough times will always come. Markets will go up. Markets will go down. When I started investing in 2006 in real estate, the market was going really, really high. And I started buying properties and then it crashed. And everything that I learned through 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, and through the crash, I want to share with you. And everything that I'm doing now, I'm also implementing in my life that I want to share with you as well. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I help people learn how to quit their job, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate rental properties. And I am the owner of masterpassiveincome.com, where I teach people how to do that, as well as I have a podcast for Master Passive Income, where I talk about rental properties, as well as the Successfully Unemployed show, where I interview awesome entrepreneurs, showing how they quit their J-O-B and became successfully unemployed with every single means possible and it could be business, it could be real estate, it could be side hustling. And that's what I want to talk about to you today and everything else that I'm doing right now in my life and the things that I learned going through 2007, 2008 and last crash that happened. Now we haven't seen a crash. I'm not sure if it will or it won't, but right now it's a rough time. Everybody's feeling the pinch. Everybody's feeling, you know, people are getting laid off or not having, not being able to work, not being able to provide food for their family. It's really, really rough time. So here's the few things that I'm implementing in my life that I've also learned in the past. Now, the first one is we need to focus on what is important in our lives. Now, what's important for me is number one, my God, Jesus Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. I focus on him. I read the Bible to my kids every single night. We pray together. We sing songs every single night, not just during this crisis. Literally since my 12-year-old was uh, three years old, we started doing that. And so we've been doing it every single night. Another important thing for me is my family, my wife, my amazing wife. I am so super blessed to have her as my wife. She is a fantastic helper and my children. I have four kids. They're fantastic. I love being around them. I'm glad that we homeschool our kids and we've been homeschooling ever since my 12 year old was, you know, started school and they never actually put him in school. And so we've been focusing on you know, encouraging them, building them up, teaching them, going for walks. And so things that I find really important are number one, my God, number two, my wife, and number three, my children. I focus on them. I spend more time with them. I just say, hey, what's, if I were to lose everything right now, what would I not do without? And that was God, wife, and kids. And so I'm spending so much more time with them. Now, the second thing that I want to talk to you about is serve as many people as possible. Now, as I was going through the crash in 2006, 2007, and 2008, I was really just building my real estate business. I was just starting. I think I had maybe four, no, three or four rental properties. Now I have 30 plus properties. And I found the more properties that I had, the more people I can serve and take care of them and make sure they have good housing at an affordable price. And it's going to be good for them, but it also benefits me because I make $250 or more every single month from every single rental property. Now with 30 plus properties, I'm doing fairly well. And so what I decided to do was serve more and more people. And so as I was serving four or five people with four or five properties, I realized if I serve 10 or 20 or 30 or more people, then I will be able to take care of myself even better. So I'm serving them and I'm creating a win-win, giving them great properties to live in at a good price so that they can afford it and then it puts a little money in my pocket so I can pay for 
everything like the food and the electricity and all that sort of stuff. And that's what I do is every single property, I make $250 or more on every single one of those properties. And that's what I teach all my students. Now, the second thing with serving others is I found another way to serve others. I started masterpassiveincome.com and the successfully unemployed show successfullyunemployed.co. I started these two brands and one is all about rental properties. Other one's all about quitting your J-O-B that just over broke job. And with both of those, I am able to serve more and more people. The more people that I serve, the more money that I make and the more I benefit other people. The more people that I help figure out how to invest in real estate, show them the step-by-step -step process, literally walk them through, coach them through, all that sort of stuff to where they get their first, second, third, or even their 10th or 20th property when they finally become successfully unemployed. I'm super, super excited for him. It's almost as if I quit my job all over again. See, I quit my job when I was 37 years old and became successfully unemployed. And that's when I started Master Passive Income and Successfully Unemployed because I wanted to show so many people that it's so much better to not work a job. And so serving more people makes your life better Number one, you make more money, but number two, you just feel better. Like people just are super excited to talk with you, to work with you, and they just want to do what you've done. And if you help them, you'll get something in return. So not just monetary, but you also feel so much better. So I say serve as many people as possible. So the third thing that I want you to do and what I'm teaching my kids, what I'm also encouraging for all my students with Master Passive Income and Successfully Unemployed is prepare for the future. Now we know that our jobs are not guaranteed. Remember, it's just over broke. Your boss is only paying you just enough to keep you working and not too much that takes money out of their pocket. If you're working for somebody else, you're only getting paid just a fraction of what you are worth. I believe you are worth so much more than your boss could ever pay you. Now, when you're preparing for your future, I want you to start looking at number one, saving for an emergency. This is definitely an emergency. If you're not able to work, you're not able to make money. You're not making money, which is really, really hard on us to be able to provide for our families. So number one, start saving for emergencies like this. Get a thousand, two thousand, try to get three, five thousand dollars saved up. I know it's hard. It took me a long time to get that saved up. But once I did, I was able to breathe so much more easy because I would be able to provide for my family if anything did happen. So I had my fourth child and, or sorry, my wife had our fourth child. And as I'm sitting there in the office, I look down at my hands while I'm sitting in the chair and they're all clammy. I, I'm starting to sweat on my forehead and I'm realizing this is a time that I'm going to get laid off. And on top of that, Everything that I built in my job, built towards, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, trying to do my best to get raises and do better and better and spend 10, 15, 30, 40 years at a place and hopefully get up. I realized as I was getting laid off that I wasted so much time in this job. I got laid off. And as I'm walking back to my desk, I realize, oh my goodness, am I a failure? I'm possibly a failure to my wife, to my kids. And as a man, how am I supposed to provide for my family? We just had our fourth kid. All these thoughts are racing through my brain. Then I realized what I needed to do was to never 
have this happen to me again. So number one, I found another job. I was really blessed to find a job really, really quickly. And then I started investing in real estate, buying property after property. And I made sure that that would never happen to me again. Now I am successfully unemployed and I am prepared for the future. Now, what I want to encourage you to do is to buy income producing assets, be it a rental property or anything that makes you money. It produces income. That's what I want to encourage you to do. So right now, focus on what's important in your life. What's important for you is probably different than what's important for me. Focus on what's important for you. That's what we, on our deathbed, you know, I don't want to be morbid or anything, but if we are on a deathbed, we want to look back and say, I did not waste my time on stupid things. So focus on what's important. Number two, serve as many people as possible. I love serving people. The more people I serve, the better I feel, the better I do, the more I could provide for my family. And number three, prepare for the future. Save for an emergency fund for things like this that can happen again. You know, if you get any money from the government, from taxes or the, the $1,200 that they're trying to give out, anything like that, save it unless you have to spend it, which I completely understand. But maybe save it for a future where you do actually need to spend it. And the next one is buy income producing assets like real estate rental properties. I love owning my 30 plus properties. Even though everything was shut down, I did not leave the house and I still made as much money as I did when I was able to leave the house. Last thing up is I want you to work on owning your own home. Now I'm an investor. I love borrowing money from people to buy more properties. But as I realized that I have a house that there's no mortgage on, no bank can take it away. I don't have to keep paying on a mortgage. It is such an amazing feeling to not have a mortgage. It's absolutely amazing. And I want you to experience that too. So try to work on paying off your house so that you own your own home. You can absolutely do this. And remember, your value is so much more than anybody can ever pay you. You are worth infinitely more than that. So what I want you to do is I want you to picture yourself as somebody who has a house paid off. Picture yourself as somebody who has income producing assets. Picture yourself as a entrepreneur or a business owner or somebody, you know, if you're a stock investor, successful. Picture yourself as being somebody that's successful and start working your way towards it. That's what I did. It helped me so much. Now I'm successfully unemployed and I want you to as well. You guys take care of yourselves. I hope you guys are well. I'll be praying for you. We'll see ya. All right, listeners, there you have it. Stories of inspiration to keep you winning. As we end, I want to thank my guests for coming on the show and sharing how to survive and thrive during this difficult time. Well, that's a wrap on another great show to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth and our happiness. Fellow risk takers, I'll see you on the upside.